Hello and welcome to Video Game Rations, a monthly book club style video game podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Swain. And I am Eric Reger. I'm Nolan Lorch. We are here to deliver your monthly dose of video game nourishment. If you're unfamiliar with us, we're a couple of friends who pick a video game every month, try to complete it, and talk about our opinions on the game. For the month of February, we played Call of the Sea. Oh man, so close that, to Call of Duty. I was going to say, don't be <laughs> confused. Call with... of the Duty. <laughs> no. Call of the Sea, Call of the Sea. To start off, we got a little little bit of housekeeping. If you guys could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us a lot. Helps get the podcast more visible, gets more people into the uh, monthly book club style video game podcast. Uh, that would be greatly appreciated. If you guys uh, would like to send us any feedback, you can do so. Videogamerations at gmail.com. Um, we want to know what you think of the pod. We want to know what games you want us to play in the future and what games you want to play with us. Uh, and any of your thoughts on the games that we are, are playing as we're playing them. You can also do the same thing. Twitter at VG rations. Um, and if you're so, uh, you know, if you want to hop in on our discord server, you could do that. There's a link in our Twitter bio where we talk about this stuff and, and all sorts of other stuff. We got LFGs. We got other games people are playing. Uh, random nonsense. You know, it's it's a good time. Oh, there's definitely random nonsense. <laughs> yeah. We got SpaceX uh, talking there. Giant giant rockets doing belly flops. It's great. That's right. I will uh, I'd also like to point out that 100% of our audience is also listening to Ariana Grande on Spotify, so... Shout out to the Ariana Grande fans. You know. <laughs> There's a big crossover there. Wait, wait, wait. So the people that you're talking, the people that listen to Video Game Rations on Spotify, every single one of those people listen to Ari- Ariana Grande? I don't know if it's 100%. It just, there's, the age group is 28 to 34, 100%. Says 100%. So that's, uh-huh. our, that's our range. And then yeah. it says artists are also listening to... Um, <laughs> This is in the last 28 days. Ariana Grande, some band called Dreamcatcher. Huh. And another band called Everglow. Okay. So I feel it, like you're uh, calling someone out real hard. <laughs> specifically. And they're like, uh, I don't like Ariana Grande. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just what one person. Someone out like there is. Yeah. Well, you do you. You know, I, I don't judge when it comes to music. You can listen to whatever makes you happy. Whatever get the toes tapping, you know. Sure. Uh, we always like to start off with the pod uh, with what we're currently playing. We get ourselves into the video game mood. Uh, Eric, you want you want to start? What, what what did you play in February besides Call of the Sea? Uh, Call of the Duty. Call of the Duty. <laughs> okay. Um, naturally, and then I started playing uh, Dicey Dungeon on my Switch, which is Ooh. a uh, rogue like rpg that's it's more like rant you like you roll dice and then you get to pick <clears throat> where those dice Sorry. go for like attack and stuff um pretty fun cool, cool. art style I, I haven't heard of this oh it's a it's done by rose city games here in portland oh cool mm-hmm. uh they got a lot of i think during the nintendo indie showcase they got a few of their games on there mm, nice but, yeah, it's really it's really fun. Um, started out as a card game, and then they turned it into a full game. 
Other than that, though, I got back into Outer Worlds. Mm. Oh, that's my God. still that's still on my list. So fun. Nice. It's it's every part I like about um, the new Fallout's, um, but like in a very like condensed way. Like mm-hmm. it's it's the worlds are still big, but you're not mm-hmm. forced to like walk across giant landscapes to um, to get to point A to point B. Mm. Just super cool. Nice. Nice. Have they have they done like a map comparison? Like, is it like the size of Fallout Three or is it smaller? I know like it's typically like every time a sequel comes out, they're like, the map is four times bigger. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. oh, I don't know if I want that. Yeah, <laughs> this map is two, like two times smaller. So this should be gloating about the smaller maps because the big I, ones are are too much. You know, you know, I yeah. think they have because um, I like assassin's creed odyssey the the map is gigantic and people i think was that was like a pretty big complaint it just took forever to get if you didn't want to fast travel uh and valhalla they were like oh no the map's like 50 percent smaller and people were like yeah so i think (laughs) i think it's coming back around to smaller there's a youtuber who um he his whole channel is he plays open world games and he walks from one corner of the map all the way to the <laughs> oh farthest corner. And he just like, I think he taught, I, I think I watched him do Odyssey. He did yeah. Odyssey and he started on like a tiny Island mm-hmm. and it took him like 45 minutes or something to get across it. Um, and just it was the just one like, Island or the whole map, just the one Island, just because he was like going up hills and stuff, mm. but still just like, cause he like walks it. It's like, it's, it's literally what Death Stranding made a game about. <laughs> oh, oh my god! But this guy just plays it in every game. Yeah, that's great. So I, it's funny that good. you brought up the map size because that was I googled that just now, and that they're comparing it to other games, which is an interesting concept when you think about it. Because mm-hmm. um, I would want to compare this only to games similar to it, like Skyrim or like Fallout. Fallout. But yeah, people do compare it to like those other games. What, what's what, the what's the comparison? YouTube? Oh, sorry. Oh, oh no, this uh, is just a Cora uh, question someone posed, and then they just said it's pretty small. The map split into multiple regions and spread across multiple planets, and then mm. people just bring up other games, but there, there's no like actual like one to one how mm. big. Oh, it is. gotcha. Yeah, so people like someone brought up case in point Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do not remember the guy's YouTube, but I will mm. try to find it so I can okay. post it in the Discord. Great. Great. Yeah, yeah, in the Discord, which you can find a link in our Twitter Twitter bio to, mm-hmm. to join the server. And uh, the uh, cartographers at some point here are going to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're out of land to, they're out of, uh, you know, world to, to chart, so they'll have to move to video games. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Nolan? What have you been playing? Oh, I have had an insanely busy month at work, so I have not been playing a ton. Um, I actually just finished <laughs> Call of the Sea today, mm-hmm. uh, but I've been playing a little bit of some survival games because um, they're easy to just kind of hop in, do a little, do a little bit, and then hop out. Um, mm-hmm. 
so I've been playing um, a lot of DayZ, which is a open world zombie apocalypse game, um, mm-hmm. and that's really fun. Uh, there's it's similar to Tarkov, where there's really nothing, no one, nothing really explains how anything works in the game. Um, so it's a lot of trial and error. It's a little more hardcore on like the survival stuff. So if you drink water out of like a canteen that you find, you're going to get sick and then you're going to get dehydrated and die, mm-hmm. uh, which has happened to me many times. Um, but there's ways to like start, f- like set up a camp and you can like distill the water and it gets really, really out there, uh, which is really cool. And uh, <clears throat> I struggled for a long time, um, but the other really awesome thing about it is that there's other players on the same map as you, mm-hmm. and they will probably kill you, but I have had nothing but, like, friendly interactions where, like, they'll give me food and they'll oh, help cool. me, like, learn the game, and then, like, we'll just go our separate ways and it's yeah it's been awesome like every time i talk to anyone in that game they're just like excited to see people playing it and they want to help them out and it could just be the servers i'm on like i think yeah there's there's like like just pvp servers and all sorts of like random crazy shit that i don't know anything about but because i just haven't played that much about um played that much yet but Mm -hmm. it's really fun uh, and then the other game I've been playing uh, quite a bit of is Valheim, which is having a moment right now. Oh, yeah. Um, Huge. It's very, yeah, it's really popular. Um, it's really cool. It's kind of like a interesting iteration on, like, Minecraft and, like, chill adventure game, like, adventure RPGs. Like, I don't know if you've played runescape or any of those kind of stuff but it's like an open world viking game where you're going to be mostly crafting um crafting and building like structures and bases and then like going into dungeons and fighting trolls and skeletons and stuff Hmm. and it's like this game and daisy could not be farther apart as far as survival games like daisy is just so intricate with like how you do survival stuff and like all the steps you have to do just to like start a fire or something and this game is just like yeah like eat some eat up some boar meat every you know three hours and you'll be good to go you'll get a little health back that's like as far as like the you know the survival aspect goes so and you can just like hop into other people's servers really easy. So like last night we, I played with like six people and just like we ran around and built forts and uh, killed some trolls. It was great. I'm, I'm so confused by, cause I've tried looking this game up like several times and I've never mm-hmm. actually watched someone play it. Uh-huh. But like just based on screenshots alone i feel like i'm getting like two different art styles like one seems somewhat polished and the other one looks like a final fantasy 7 like the original low poly yeah well so it's so i think it's 
it's kind of both. Like, so it is low poly. Um, it's like almost voxel, like Minecraft, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so like when you're building your houses or towers or whatever, they have to have some sort of structural integrity. Otherwise they'll like degrade and start to collapse and stuff. Um, or you can like run up to someone's house and knock out the bottom beams and their whole th- house will just like come crumbling down. <laughs> and it, you know, it's not like block to block like Minecraft is, but it's like, you know, like a wall tile or like floor tile, roof tile, that kind of stuff. So, and there's a lot of physics involved, like the, like all the forest trees, like you knock one down and if it, if it hits another tree and does enough damage, you'll knock that tree down and you can like, you'll just like set off a chain reaction of trees falling and stuff. So it's like a low poly with like really good lighting and particle Hmm. effects and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's crazy. It's cool. It's a, it's a fun game. Like if you like survival crafting and dungeon crawling stuff um i'm just getting into that a little bit now we fought like the first like world boss yesterday which was pretty cool yeah it's it's a good game it's surprisingly chill too so uh Brian, you want to you wanna yeah. get into yours uh nolan and i went on a uh <laughs> video game journey <laughs> together it's true um now uh no i mean i guess these days with with covid we're kind of just like i guess within our friend group we're just like kind of we're constantly trying to find like new stuff to play yeah um together and and nolan recommended hunt showdown could you give like a, a just a brief your brief synopsis on it yeah um so hunt showdown is a multiplayer game similar to a battle royale but this one takes place in the bayou post-civil war like cowboy time i don't cowboy time works great (laughs) western it's like a western setting (laughs) yeah but it's like um there's zombies and other monsters um roaming around so you load into a map um there's there's a boss on the map and you and your team um, run around and try to kill mobs, which are like zombies and stuff. Fight a couple of players. I think total amount of other players on the map is like 12, so it's not a ton. And then uh, try to fight the bosses and get bounties. Then you have to extract, similar to like Tarkov. Yeah. And it's got a learning curve. It's got a pretty mean learning curve. And there's yeah. like an emphasis on sneaking um, because you could engage with some guys or you could kind of stalk them and see where they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, or, and like getting in firefights are in, like meaningful because there's zombies around and you'll like, a, or like other players and you can attract a lot of attention to yourself. Yep. So yeah, it would be a really fun game for us to play together. That's yeah. a, that's beautiful. So I think you uh, threw this on my radar in uh, December or something like that. Just, yeah. you said, Hey, keep an eye out for this game. Gamefly had a, has they always they have used game sales yeah. all the time. I also just want to say the reason I told you this is because it recently become cross platform oh. between Xbox and, yes. and PlayStation. Yes. yes. So. Foreshadowing. Yes. Anyways, order it fifteen dollars. For some reason, 
Gamefly doesn't give you a tracking number. It just shows up when it shows up. So, so we're waiting like two weeks, like every day. It's like, <laughs> did it show up yet? Did it show up yet? Finally, it shows up. Maybe two weeks after I ordered or something like that, which yeah. these days is ridiculous. Like it shipped from like Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Just never came. Um, we, we get a day, we get a time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm lo- loaded up. I watched uh, this like one hour YouTube tutorial video two or three times, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> get through all the long trainings there's like trainings that are in the game they say they're not very good but you do get some stuff uh for doing it yeah they're a slog to get through just yeah. a, a slog yeah we go to play together uh it says cross plays enabled all that stuff mm-hmm. we can't figure out how to invite each other so we're like what's going on here like I can invite friends, but I can only invite my Xbox friends. Nolan can only invite his PlayStation friends. Yep. The game is only cross-play on when you, like, in the lobby, in the searching for a lobby. Yeah. So when you when you get in a lobby, you just might have PlayStation people in there or Xbox people, but you yeah. can't join up with your friend on another console. Yeah, it's only random like matchmaking yeah random um, matchmaking that's the cross play yeah what the fuck is that i don't know um that's the lamest thing i've ever heard uh in a game that like requires some pretty like strategic um communication the last thing i want to do that with is a random person calling me (laughs) You know, yeah. slurs and shit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you just have to, like, ring a bell in the game. Just didn't know you had to ring the bell. <laughs> no, we looked We looked up everything. It's like oh, yeah. cross-play is only on matchmaking. It's not like you can't yeah. do a cross-play party. The, the per- one person recommended just, like, hitting the button at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and counting down. <laughs> make sure you're on the same server. Because... Y- I guess the, it's not a, po- a very popular game on console. Probably mm-hmm. why they made it cross-platform this way. Um, but yeah, I kept getting matched up with like the same guy. <laughs> yeah, and then if you back out of a match, you have you get punished. Right. Yeah, so you have to wait a certain amount of time. Our, our like punishments that. were getting up to like three or four minutes, and we're just like, okay, well that's it. See yeah. ya. <laughs> See you later, Nolan. Yes. Nice try. It's really sucks because it's just this. It's just such a interesting take on the battle royale in like a sea of games that really haven't. Mm-hmm. Not very many people have iterated on the on the battle royale formula. Mm-hmm. Besides, like maybe like adding like loot drops or you know like crafting yeah. inside yeah. the game. But this is actually like it's you know like you choose when you when you want to leave the map, which is kind of an interesting take and having mm-hmm. like mobs and other enemies just like makes it a little more dynamic. Yep. So I, I went back and looked like, I was like, how did we miss this when, cause I like, you know, looked up if it was cross play and everything said it was cross play. Mm-hmm. And like, I looked on, uh, the Crytek, right. Is the developer. Yeah. I looked on their like Twitter, like when they announced it, cause I wanted to see if they were like planning on, uh, you know, parties that were cross play or something like that. And like when they announced it, it's like, 
we finally added what everybody has been asking for. We have crossplay servers and <laughs> like everybody's like, wait, we can't have they're not crossplay like parties. Like we just yeah group up with other people on other consoles and that's it. And yeah, and it's if crazy. You just, yeah, if you just like search like, is there crossplay? And they're like, you bet there is. Yeah, <laughs> I think the big the big like moral <laughs> the moral of the story I think with um, crossplay coming to like more and more games, there's not really like a good way to look up what games are crossplay and what games not you know yeah. or or people or just different developers call it like different things right and there's so much like marketing jargon yeah from everybody somebody needs to make like a website that you just like look up a game and it'll tell you if yeah. it's crossplay like and what it is yeah is it streaming website you type <laughs> in a movie and it tells you if it's streaming or not yeah oh idea. that's nice that's, that's a good, good idea. idea yeah um, yeah it was a Is big it snowing I, in Portland? Yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> it was a letdown because it's a super fun game, but now uh, we're all on the PC console, mm. so mm. next time it's on sale, you guys, both of you guys might be getting some Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the way some companies do it through the login on their website, which is perfect because oh, yeah. you would hope that it's all like synced up, but it's like some of the smaller yeah. devs, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how like that gets integrated into PlayStation either. You know, Mm. so you know, I I will. I wasn't gonna go go into this because we went a little bit long. But I since I built a PC recently, I've been trying to see how much I or like how many games that I play on console that I would rather play on PC that have like cross progression and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh. And, like, I I end up Googling each thing to be, like, oh, like, how do I transfer my shit over from this to this? Mm -hmm. Call of Duty, uh, I don't know if it's the same with Black Ops, but Warzone specifically has it down. Yeah. Just just down. They're just, like, like, it's your your one Activision login, and you link. Like, I went from PlayStation to Xbox, now to PC, and it was so easy. Yeah. Didn't have to do anything. And then um, I downloaded Destiny 2 on PC because I was just trying to see how my build was running. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to see about cross-play on that. And I didn't want to, like, miss the boat on it because mm-hmm. I, I know sometimes if you make your account and you, and you miss it, you're just shit out of luck. Like, they have, like, their whole website where you have to, like, go step step one and then pick right. your things from this console and you can only transfer it over from one console and you can't group them together and stuff. It's like, yeah. cr- it's crazy. Well, it's crazy. D- I mean, here's the thing about destiny too. Like they split from Activision. Right. Say, yeah. So, and battle net. So yes, like theirs is a little weird because you're like, you have to choose like where are you going to play it? Mm-hmm. And now like they probably had all that support from Activision and now it's like, you got to switch over to this other stuff now. Yeah. I'm not, so, I'm not saying it's easy. And there's right. a lot of like these, these games that are old before, yeah. like, you know, not old, old, but before like outside of the, like the last year or two where yeah. cross progression and cross play was like a, a big thing. Yeah. Um, but, <clears throat> but the, just the way that, Call of Duty uh, has it for 
their newer games is just yeah. it's perfect it's well, so easy they've also been like that's not new either like they've been cute like you've always been able to sign in to your act like link your games to your activision account so yeah. they they already had like the the like gravel laid you know mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. so yeah they yep. just like we're ready to incorporate <clears throat> it all in yep. just like i don't know if they I, saw a cross cross play coming but they did a good job uh, yeah, like I, I, th- I was wondering if I thought I might have to like I knew from uh, console to console because I went from PlayStation to Xbox, like all my all that stuff was going to transfer. But PC, I was like, I'm probably going to have to like redo yeah. my friends list and all this shit. Nope. The yeah. same all the way around. Yeah, it, it was it was crazy. I I was like, oh, shit, everything's everything's actually here. I didn't have to do anything besides log I mean, into my Activision. That's annoying thing when you go. Like I want to play Apex on my uh, computer, and yes. nothing, nothing's there. Yeah, yep. I, which doesn't I have make any so sense. So many characters on PlayStation because they already you already have to have an an EA account. It's such bullshit, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was playing that last night, and uh, the guys I was playing with were are really high level, and they're like, "Oh, sweet base skin, man!" And I'm like, "Fuck <laughs> off." They're I all, have they're all my I have elite skins. <laughs> yeah. I I mean I have like so many characters and skins and stuff on. I mean, I don't really care too much about the skins, but the the, the characters characters, like, yeah, they're expensive. It it takes a long time to grind for that 1200 Apex coins or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, oh, well. The the one annoying thing though about Call of Duty is now that they've established the war zone Anytime they have like a new game come out, they kind of have to like figure out how to incorporate into Warzone, which has kind of been yeah. an, kind of been annoying. But that's just that, it's personal thing for me. I have found that very annoying too. No, um, the uh, Cold War integration in a Warzone, I think, in a lot of players' opinion, has been a gigantic mess. Yeah, it's not even like, hey, we put Cold War guns in it. It's it's like, hey, this thing is huge. And it's still like that main screen where you have to pick which game you're playing. Yeah. Even though I only have Warzone downloaded, it's it's yeah. kind of annoying. Yeah, dude. They're they're trying to I, the one client thing doesn't bother me too much because if you have like all three on one or even two, like it's nice that you can hop back and forth and you don't have to like load up a new game. Like it's seamless. Like your parties go over back and forth between the two, which is not on PC. Which, oh, really? Not a, like when you like, because I have both Cold War and um, Warzone Modern or Warfare. Modern Warfare, yeah. and it's like I, oh, <clears throat> I was playing Cold War, and then I was like gonna play Warzone with you guys, mm-hmm. and I clicked Warzone, and it closed Cold War, and then booted Modern Warfare. Oh, and I'm like, Ugh. well, what's the point then of like? <laughs> yeah, why have why have one launcher? Yeah. You guys ready to, to <laughs> rant about some news? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, Give the so people we, what they want. Yeah, the news. Uh, we like to pick kind of just one general topic over the month of all the slew of video game news uh, and, and talk about it. So in February, there was a Nintendo Direct. I believe it is the first like full Nintendo Direct since summer of 2018 
Really? So the camp, yeah. There, there's been small ones, or a there's huge. been like an Animal Crossing direct or a Smash yeah. Brothers direct. There hasn't been just like a Nintendo direct. Yeah. Um. So I, I have a whole long rant at the end of this with like an announcement, but we thought it would be fun to <laughs> another rant. Uh. <laughs> Uh, we thought it would be fun to uh, pick out a couple of our our game highlights and yeah, talk about what works. Uh, who wants to go, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go. Um, really, my the biggest ones for me is um, Monster Hunter Rise. They already released a demo, um, which was pretty good. I was really into it. So I've already known that one was coming, but it looks great. And I think that's going to be a really awesome game for the Switch. Basically, since Monster Hunter World came out, I have been wanting a Monster Hunter for the Switch. And they released an old PlayStation 2 one called Monster Hunter Generations, but I never picked that up. <clears throat> this is like an actual like new Monster Hunter for the Switch, so mm-hmm. it's going to be sick. I'm really curious to see what it's like playing with other people um, because Nintendo's internet <laughs> is oh so bad. Um, yeah, that's a whole nother rant. Yeah, that we <laughs> yeah. I feel like I, I read that I they were say. trying to improve that, but um, I hope I, so. I doubt I it. So. Uh, Project Triangle looked cool. Um, they also released a demo. Um, it mm-hmm. Feels very much like Final Fantasy Tactics, mm-hmm. um, and that is sweet. I downloaded that as well, but um, as Eric. Uh, mentioned in the discord they just dump a ton of story oh, on you. so much mm-hmm. and you're like i was just like i am just here to like play the tactics game like skip 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 skip, skip. i skipped like the whole intro yeah did and you play did you play the uh octopath traveler demo i did yes it was it was like the same thing yeah right there there's a ton of story in the beginning of that right one too yeah. So yeah, yeah so. I think they're the same. They're the same company, I believe. It is, yeah. yeah. It's the same developer. Which, yeah. And it's a sweet engine too, like a really cool like take yeah. on like a classic, like mm-hmm. a pixel art game. Man, I've had my eyes on Octopath Traveler for so long. The price just never goes below forty five. Yeah, <laughs> forty five dollars. It's also yeah. super long from what I've heard. I know, I yeah. know. But anyways. Yeah, that I played for a little bit. It was okay. Yeah, I'm, I, I kind of gave up. I didn't even get it through the first battle. I didn't either. I'm mm. cu- I'm just gonna wait and see kind of how it plays out when the game comes out. You know, the the developer is Square Enix Business Division Eleven. <laughs> yeah, they're so that their what? titles. Even this is probably just a working title. That's kind of what yeah. I figured. They they said it was. Yeah, it's just so, funny that they they create these really long business style names you know and you're yeah. like uh, it was like this almost the same uh almost the exact same like announcement as octopath traveler the working title for octopath traveler was project octopath traveler and they it said working title and they had the same thing with the demo and then they were going to send out a survey it was like the exact same script almost right yeah so i guess if it moved units why uh why change it up true uh, and then Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, I'm yeah, really I'm excited that. for. I am into that. Yeah. Of that, of the collection, I only really played uh, the first one on Xbox. Yeah. But I played I played that game so much, and they're so hard. Yes, they which are is very hard. 
but just so fun. Um, so I'm I'm interested in the collection. I yeah. don't know if the Switch is going to be the best place to play it though. It's coming out on Xbox and PlayStation. Well. I I want to play it in handheld mode. I got Bayonetta the first one, and yeah. I loved playing uh, in handheld. Mm. This game and Ninja Gaiden are kind of similar, so I was like, hell yeah, just more of those, yeah. please. I just don't know if the Joy Cons will do it for me. I could see doing it on, like on a Pro controller, but mm-hmm. the, just because it's so hard. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I need an accuracy. I I've, I play everything with the Joy Cons. Even um, I prefer it over the Pro oh. controller. Oh, I, I played. Uh, wow. I know. I played. Did you play Celeste? Did you- I forgot what you played. I on. played it. I played it handheld with the Joy Cons. I played Jeez. Hollow Knight all with the Joy Cons. I, I like them. They're tight. <laughs> nice. So, it's like playing Dark Souls with a Guitar Hero guitar. <laughs> I I would play Dark yeah. Souls um, the remaster with the Joy Cons. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> I'll go next. I think Fall Guys is going to be perfect on the Switch as long as it's crossplay and they get their. Like the as long as the internet works works good on it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is always a caveat with with Nintendo games, unfortunately. The one I'm really excited for the Mario Golf Super Rush. It just looks like a super golf golfing games. I don't I don't play a ton of them. I mean I have before, but this just looks like fun, chill game. You can do like by yourself, take a couple. Take a couple strokes on the old on the old on the uh, links <laughs> on the old links and and set it down. And if you want to play with some friends, which golf is like super accessible, um, mm-hmm. then you could do that too. So, and it looks like it has a lot more going on than some of the other Switch uh, Mario uh, kind of party style games, like. The Switch Mario Party game just is constantly bashed for not getting any like post-launch support. This kind of looks like it already has a ton of shit already going on in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for it. I think I'll be I'll be picking that up day one. I think. Ooh, oh, day one. Day one title. Jeez. Well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, You're gonna pay we'll sixty dollars for it? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a it's a you know Nintendo Mario game, so it's not going below sixty for a long. That's time. true. That's true. A long, a long time. Yeah, if it reviews well, I think I'll be getting it. I'll catch you guys on the links. Oh, <laughs> if you want, if you want to play with me. Oh, I'll play. I'm a. I I buy basically all the Mario games. <laughs> nice. Honestly, I have nothing to really okay. add. The Samurai Warriors Five, but I haven't played any other ones, and that's that's just me getting some nostalgia. So it was the uh, Dynasty Warriors looking game? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that game looked pretty cool. Not really anything there for me. I don't think. Uh, I was pretty, pretty pretty bored but yeah it wasn't great but it wasn't bad i didn't i didn't think it was that bad Um, no uh, it shouldn't have been like a big thing it shouldn't have been a big one it should have been a mini yeah it just seemed like they were they had like a bunch of like old games that they're like Mm -hmm. we're bringing it to the switch which is great like i'm all for that but yeah they made like a big show of it well Um, so let's get let's get into that because that's uh that's a good segue to the rant because (laughs) <laughs> the whole the whole thing about uh, me games being ported to something that doesn't have all the stuff the me has is kind of interesting. What the hell's a me? 
We? What? Sorry. I'm looking at me. I'm looking at the Metopia. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say just real quick. They, they did scatter some garbage in here. Uh, DC superhero girls, teen power, Star Wars. Now, hold Hunters. on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what? 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 The DC game might be pretty cool for some younger people. Sure. But is is a uh, Nintendo Direct the uh, place for that announcement? I mean, why not? As as the kids say, this, that could have been an email. <laughs> the Nintendo Direct is for the parents, you know. Are parents watching Nintendo Direct? Yeah, dude. Know. Your average your average Switch like Switch buyer who buys a Switch for their kids. I, I guarantee you are not tuning in for Nintendo Direct. Yeah, but I'm saying a lot of our generation are now parents and are okay. probably and like have have switches. Yeah. Okay. So Okay. I'll get I'll give you I'll give you that. The kids didn't like anything in there. Yeah, that's true. They wanted (laughs) GTA 5 the whole time. I was watching the chat. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, well, I was just saying the Wii, they're porting a lot of stuff from the Wii U, which had a very unique controller compared to like the Wii. Yeah. And now they're porting that stuff to the Switch, and the Switch has its own set of controls. Yeah. Which are also unique to the platform. And then when you have a Switch Lite, that doesn't make sense. Uh, for some of these games that they're porting over, so Brian. Well, has... uh, you're you're missing the point of my beef, though. The what's, price tag. What's... Oh, a, yeah, yeah. yes, the price tag. Okay, so we're talking about the first. They trot out uh, <laughs> the I, director I or something of Breath yeah, of the Wild. The director of Breath Breath of the I, Wild. I could too. be wrong. I I wasn't sure who it was. No, I I I think you're right. And they're like. We have <laughs> here. I am like we have no Breath of the Wild two news. It's like come on, man. Yeah. yeah. But we do have the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, mm-hmm. which okay, like that that could be cool. Yep. But uh, and it, to Eric's point, they did work out some of the um, nunchuck waggle controls. Yes. To um. To the the right uh, stick, well, yeah, they were, sw- they were swiping on a tablet. They talked about in length about like how they made mm-hmm. um, you can use the motion controls from the Joy Cons, which have better um, like gyroscopes than yeah, the better Wii, sensors, yeah, the Wii controllers. Yeah. And yeah. if they're like, if you don't want to do that, like we added a like a functional way to play with a, just a controller. Which was mm-hmm. cool that they did that. Yes, it is. It is cool, but this is uh, in up-res, HD up-res with the re the adjusted controls for a full freaking sixty dollars. Yeah, you can buy Skyward Sword on the Wii eShop for twenty dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically like what they're asking for. This shit is just ridiculous yeah like we get full remasters and remakes of games for 60 dollars these days i agree that um i can't believe that it was 60 bucks even like people thought super mario all-stars was a little egregious that was three old mario games you could say 20 dollars a piece which to me is is fine like i get to play super mario 64 and galaxy and sunshine on my switch Mm -hmm. 20 bucks each not great. Not bad. Like, yeah. yeah. Skyward Sword, up adjusted controls, $60. Oh, and 
there was some bullshit in that trailer. They were like, oh, and, you know, this game's kind of like Breath of the Wild because this is where we got the stamina meter from. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. They're trying to like. That's the price people. If people's like first Breath of the Wild or Zelda game is Breath of the Wild and they're like, oh, okay, it has similar mechanics to Skyward Sword, they're going to fucking hate it. It's ridiculous. This game should be yeah. $30. 30, should, well, $30. It, should also be a, it should be a pack of games. It should be it a pack of be, Zelda games. Well, if it was a pack, if it was, if this was Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess, I would have no problem paying $60. Same. Uh, and just the fact that to me that the switch is still missing the um oh virtual console is is still is not there oh that, I was, know. that was on the wii and the wii u there's no the like there's so many backwards games that would work perfectly fine on a switch that just aren't there yeah, yeah. and in the in the same month you have xbox backwards compa- compatibility team announcing uh like frame rate increases for old games just because they figured out how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, PlayStation's doing the it's same crazy. thing with all their titles, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, not all. I mean, you still can't play PS2 games on. Right. But PlayStation 4 Newer games. consoles. Uh, yeah, the thing, the difference, like, Xbox has an, their own internal team doing all that shit. The Sony stuff, still good, but it's public. It's publisher side. So every, right. uh, or sorry, developer side. So the developers are doing that in their own time. Yeah. And then Nintendo just <laughs> raking you over the fucking coals. They always have done that, though. Yep. They have. Yeah. But it's a new day and age, guys. Get it together. R- rants over. Beefs done for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was a beef-filled first half. Yeah. Eric. 60 minutes of beef. Uh... 60, 60 minutes of beef. Mm-hmm. We're about to get in the game of the show, Call of the Sea. Uh what would you say is a good snack for it? So I'm actually calling back to my dinner that I had tonight. Um, oh, you've had dinner already? Damn. Well, I ate, <laughs> yeah. I ate early because we were recording yeah. at this time. Um, mm. But I went ahead and opened an old can of tuna. <laughs> oh, okay. So the branding, the branding That's what you I have. for dinner, an old can of tuna? Well, I mean, probably, you know, a month's old or whatever. I mean, okay. Wow. Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, COVID, COVID's treating you rough in the old regular household. <laughs> hey man, I love a good tuna sandwich. Oh, me too, man. Me too. It is, but it, a tuna sandwich is great. But it just sounds like you're eating raw tuna out of can. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I mix anyways. it, mix it with mayonnaise and put it on a sandwich. But okay, the the brand the branding is off because I got bumblebee and I should have done chicken of the sea because mm-hmm. that would have went pretty good with the game. Also, she picks up a can of tuna somewhere on the camp and mentions the sailor on the can looking like her husband. Yeah. Oh, so, I don't remember. I, that. I don't. I don't think I got that. You didn't pick that can of tuna up. I think I, it's I a. Think so. It's a achievement. I must have missed that one. I, I may have got it. I don't remember. Let me get this straight. Your recommended snack to eat <laughs> with Call of the Sea is a can of tuna. Oh, An yeah. old can of tuna. An old can. Well, of tuna. so the old can goes with the game. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so the can, it's in chapter three with the stranded ship. You go in and you look through a crate, and it's a can with a sailor that looks like Nora's grandpa. Mm. And so you interact with it, and achievement uh, is called Marsh Marsh Cannery. There you go. Get yourself a <laughs> can of tuna, 
slop some mayonnaise in it, put some mustard in it. I don't know. Sometimes hard-boiled eggs, great. I do not put mayonnaise in mine. What? Nope. Wow. Okay. Game of the show. Call of the Sea is an adventure video game played from a first-person perspective. The game is set in the 1930s, and players assume control of Nora, who must explore an island set in the Southern Pacific to find her husband, Harry, who has gone missing after embarking on an expedition. What 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 did everybody play Call of the Sea on? Uh, I did PC Game Pass. Uh, same. I did Game Pass as well. I played it on the Xbox Series X uh, through Game Pass. I mean, um, so Call of the Sea is the debut title for Out of the Blue, an independent studio based in Madrid, Spain. Uh, the team consisted of about twelve people. According to Tatiana Delgado, the founder of Out of, Out of the Blue, the, wor- the game was heavily inspired by the works of H.P. Lovecraft. However, she added that he only took inspirations from the surreal part of his work and it asserted that the game would not be a horror game. Or a racist game. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was wondering at what point uh, that statement was made. It must have been just leading up to the game and the trailer. Hmm. Did you guys watch the trailer when this dropped? Uh, I did not. I saw a couple screenshots, and that's about all I saw about this game. And I did see the trailer at some point um, when it was announced. Yeah, it was announced May 7, 2020, during a digital event hosted by Xbox Game Studios. So that was like when like the PlayStation was doing theirs to like gear up for the PS5, and there was like that Xbox One. This this game was in there in that one i do remember seeing it then yeah they must have put that out for like people asking about the game like what's the kind of style and stuff yeah Mm -hmm. because i could definitely see it Uh, being like a horror game if you watch the trailer maybe uh yeah yeah i mean the the sea is pretty terrifying yeah and like being stuck on like an island um Definitely could take like a horror, more of a horror turn, but it's definitely more of a, yeah, surreal. I was going to say psychological horror, but. Yeah, psychological type of thing, but yeah. yeah. So we're going to tackle this a little bit different than we typically do where we kind of go through different sections, but uh, we're going to go in order of chapters and talk about the different puzzles in there and kind of what's going on in each section. Um, I think each uh, chapter definitely has its own theme, which will also lead to the typical conversations we have about art style and design and uh, VO and all that type of stuff. Yeah, and I, well, things wrong. Uh, no one has the freshest mind, probably on this. But uh, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um, we'll I want to say I, I want to say I finished this like I finished it pretty quick. Actually, pick. Uh, I was just like I would just sit down and play it. And I would get like sucked in for like two hours, and the game's pretty short, like six to eight hours, I would say. So I think I finished it in like four or five sittings, pretty quick. So yeah, I just wanted to keep seeing where the mystery went. Yeah, it's good. It's it was a nice like pop in, do a little pop out. The chapter chapters mm. were super nice to like yeah. give you a break. Yeah, it was the chapters were nice little sections. But, like, I didn't want to stop in the middle of a chapter, so that's, like, where I kept going. And then sometimes, like, the cutscene goes into the next chapter, and I'm like, ooh, got to see what's going on, mm-hmm. what's going on here, you know? Um, so, yeah, well, there's, there is a prologue called... 
family a family heir- heirloom yeah. yeah i would just you um kind of just start out by dreaming that you're swimming around in the sea and i forget what her voiceover is but she's kind of uh, wondering why she's swimming and then you wake up on this boat right well it's a reoccurring dream isn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and the cool thing about the the dream is that there is like yeah she's uh, she's under the sea but it's like uh or in the in the sea she's like swimming through like this tunnel type of thing i'm just looking at a image that's refreshing my memory here but there's like items from her house mm-hmm. uh like like a chair and a grandfather clock as she's like swimming through it too which was pretty cool way to start did she at that point her hands were just human hands right Yes. From what I remember. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. With spots on them. That was it. Yeah, you you then kind of figure out that she is on this boat um, and she has a crew that's taking her to the... I think she went to an island before this. Um, and then they're taking you to this other island where you believe your husband was last seen. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you were sent a like a package with like a dagger, like a, mm-hmm. a dagger with like the, um, there's like a monolith that you've been seeing in your dreams. And the hilt of the dagger is like the same shape. Mm. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. I also, completely forgot that you got that dagger. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, Oh yeah. it only yeah. shows up like at the, in the last, in chapter six again. And I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, I was like, where did where did I get this dagger from? And I was like, oh. Uh, it also sets up that she has been, she's quite sick, and mm-hmm. she, um, like, is basically bedridden. Yeah. Um, like she can walk with a cane and stuff, so she's like going to this island, like can walk with a cane, and she's just yeah, she got the note where her husband is, and off she went. Uh, yeah, it kind of just sets up to, I would just say like some, like that you're just picking up items, rotating them around. Um, yes. Looking for using, using keys, looking for clues. Um, just like the cabin that you start into well, and even the underwater scene, like the lighting and effects in this game, even though it doesn't have a, uh, like a real realistic, uh, style beautiful just beautiful looks great yeah yeah it's it's like not a tune shader but it's very like tune ish i'm trying to think of Mm -hmm. what that would be called but very like um firewatch bright colors very vibrant yeah the the lighting through the windows Mm -hmm. at least on uh on the xbox was looked looked really good too i personally found the the blooming effect to be just a little too cranked um so like some of the like reflect refractive light was super blown out, but mm. that's just me. <laughs> I think I had to turn everything down from what I remember. Mm. Not like, <laughs> not like all yeah. you know enough to turn that stuff down. So a uh, pretty simple little prologue there, and then uh, chapter one starts uh, where we are going to sail to shore. That's called seventy four miles east of Otaheti. That's what I'm gonna say is the name of the the island. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Or at least uh, the origin the origin island. Yeah. 
I yeah. can't remember if she does she demand to go on her own. Does the guy say he doesn't want to go because the locals say not to go? Yeah, I think I think he says that he'll like come pick her up, um, but yep. he won't stay. I, so she, I, I do remember in the prologue, like she, it took her a while to find people that would even take her to the island, and these guys were just gonna drop her off, and they're like, "We'll pick you back up." Uh, give us a signal or, you know, within like three or four days, we'll, we'll be gone. So, so yeah. that was it. She was on, she was on her own. Yeah. So you kind of just stroll up to this uh, shore and then you start exploring. That's kind of where the game kicks you off to learning why you're there. I found that first little section was kind of nice. Just sets you up again for like, here's how the puzzles are going to work. Um, mm-hmm. You're, um, you're looking at the statues, and then she starts kind of jotting things down. Yeah, which yes, yeah, so uh, there's two two sections to the journal. One, she's writing like story bits in there to c- connect like the stuff that is not necessarily spoken, like adds additional detail and connects like all her different dialogue that she says out loud. And then there is a a log that she jots down things that are important to solve puzzles. Right. So how did how did you guys like that aspect of it? Cuz I have my own opinion on it, but I was curious of the jotting the jotting down? Yeah, of the puzzle. So at first I think I bounced off the um journal a little bit. I found it to make the puzzles pretty easy. Yeah. Um because it takes the, I and I understand why they do it. It actually probably makes better game. Like it's probably better game design um, than like Riven <laughs> yeah. and Mist to just like toss you into like an open world and there's lots of red herrings. But um, you know, just mm-hmm. like go at it. Yeah. Um, and it also made a little more sense um, because she's not a silent protagonist like. It, you're like on the journey with her. So at first I was like, ah, this is bullshit. Like I, I came to play a puzzle <laughs> game. And then after, you know, like after chapter two, I was like, all right, it's cool. You know, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, a. I was right when the game kind of kicked off. I had a sketchbook out. Same. I started like to kind of scribbling down some of those totems in the beginning. And then that was quickly like, oh, don't need to do this. <laughs> I was I was ready to take some serious notes too, yeah. but um I also don't like after playing through it, I don't the clues were not um clear enough that I don't I don't think you could make those kind of jumps. Because there yeah. was, there oh. were some things that were like mm-hmm. it's like this symbol, oh it's water, you know, like and you're like, yeah. what the yep. fuck? That's like a squig yeah. that's a line. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's she says stuff out loud. It's like how how like how how do you get that from that? Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. I mean, just to the point about the journal, I agree with. Uh, I guess both you guys where it does, definitely makes makes the game a lot easier. Like you don't have to discern for yourself what clues are important and which, uh, you can kind of disregard. Um. So yeah, I didn't really think. T- to what Nolan said where it's probably better game design, which 
I'm sure it is. It like, it makes the game more accessible and like less people would bounce off of it yeah. and complete the whole, the whole story. It didn't, the some of the puzzles were still like challenging and took some time. And one, I like completely had to look up, which I'm sure we'll get into. Um, yeah. I mean, it was kind of just a new way of completing this type of game. Yeah. I, I think I also, it also that, like, um, like sure it's a game about puzzles but like there's a pretty heavy narrative and oh yeah part of that narrative is found by finding the clues for mm-hmm. you know the puzzles so it feels it felt more like not the not the puzzles weren't like an afterthought but like without without like you needing to find the clues you may have not get the full story which was kind of an interesting yeah. way of doing it. Yeah, that's that, that's a good point too. I want to know who's going. who's resetting all these puzzles after Yeah, it kind of keeps you on rails too. So when you look at the clues, you know you have to search more, and you're not like um, mm-hmm. kind of wandering because I I did wander yeah. a couple of times just on my own curiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there would be big empty spaces in the journal if you were missing like clues for the puzzle. Right. Yeah, and there was only yeah. there was usually pretty limited. The amount of puzzles were pretty limited to like I think one to two pages. So Right. Um it yeah. never was like you weren't like sifting back through your journal. No. Yeah, you weren't spilling over pages for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but, chip chapter 1, did you guys have any troubles? It seemed to me it was one of the obviously one of the easier ones because it's the first one yeah um anything trip you up on this section this the the bridge one where you, you go around and you collect the symbols to yeah. get the mechanical bridge um mm-hmm. kind of in my mind when i when you get the book and you jot down everything and you, it's in order it's like clearly top to bottom mm-hmm. when you get to that puzzle i think you have to do that one backwards from what I remember, you st- you do like mountain to the sea, in a way, I believe. Yeah, it was sky. It was sky to the ocean, so it was like sky, birds, mountains, I was, water or something. Yeah, water, fish. I I don't remember. Yeah, I think that's right. No, sorry. I think on your journal, it's not. It's not in order. Obviously, in your journal. Oh, yeah. So, there was a. Uh, there was a. There was a picture on the totem where you inserted everything that had all of the the order from top to bottom. You had all the totems scribbled in there, and then you just mm-hmm. kind of you just lined them up. Yeah. I just have that in my head. Like if if I do a puzzle one way, I think it's correct. If it doesn't work, I do the opposite. Yeah. To see if maybe right. it's something to trick. But mm. this one was clearly like marked to do it the right way. Yep. Yep. So there's just the door puzzle and the mechanical bridge puzzle. That was it for the for the two. Yeah, and the door puzzle was just like it's where to put. The, it's missing the key. a key, and then you yeah. run back yeah. and grab it. Yeah. Moving on to chapter two, the Everhart expedition. You find the village and ruins. Mm-hmm. This is like at the point where she's like, she's she says like, "Oh man, like I feel like great. <laughs> I've never yeah. felt this good." Um, like mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. at the beginning of the, when you land on the island in chapter one, she's like hobbling around, and then. She like kind of slowly gets her pace up, not very fast. She walks very slow. <laughs> um, oh my god! And but you can like run and stuff. And then so you, she like walks through the jungle and finally like makes it to the village. And you get a lot more story 
um, stuff in this chapter as far as like the dynamic of the um, expedition that Har- uh, Harry's on as well as an introduction to the Icker. I didn't remember what it was called. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you 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 kind of go around from each person's little hut and you learn about each of the crewmates and how many there were. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like they had a local guide with them. Mhm. Yep. And they were kind of yeah. off on their own. And then was this the one where you one person's dead? Already? Yes, this is the first one. This is the um, mm-hmm. the first person who died, and it was like the older guy who was like a Roy. Yeah, he was like a I don't know, like an actor or something, like a Hollywood guy. Um, he had all these mm-hmm. like uh, like headshots of women that were signed to him, and I thought the dynamic of the crew members is pretty interesting. Yeah. Kind of have like your typical ragtag group of explorers yeah right there's always a yeah. rift between one or two of them you, you got your funny guy you got the pro military guy who's like putting on packed too all much, the dynamite yeah too much aftershave <laughs> the way that you find out that the guy dies from like he attacks he attacks someone and there was like a fight and like they had to like kill him because he was like out of his mind and you mm-hmm. learn that in a letter that you find in kind of like a little it brings up like a little animated comic which yep. for me and Eric <laughs> only played audio and then it would be like a splotch of um like textured paper yeah and nothing played and I was like what yeah what are we, what's going on here um which brings up a big thing that happened to me in this game I had crazy amounts of bugs in this game mm. <laughs> um yeah Chapter two in particular, um, I had to play twice because uh, after you solve the first puzzle, um, you go up like a ancient elevator. And when I got to the top of this cliffside, um, the none of the stuff had rendered in and um, you could just walk out of the map into the background and then i <laughs> fell i like got stuck and oh, i tried to reload in uh like restart my or my save mm-hmm. and it was still like that so i restarted the the game or restarted chapter two and um it worked fine the second time but it was just really hmm. odd luckily the chapters are somewhat short otherwise i probably would have just been like no i'm done <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I only, uh, I only ran yeah, into I that mean, video bug that you did. That's the only one I ran into. Yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I think it, it's a good spot to talk about just general performance of the game. Um, on console, yeah, this is only on the Series X. I was trying to think if it was on the Xbox One at all. Um, I had zero, like, issues with, like, frame rates or anything like that. I did – the game did crash – one time for me oh the other i actually had another set of bugs so the series x does like what's called quick resume where you can just it like the xbox will essentially have like a save state of like up to like five to six different games so like if i'm playing assassin's creed odyssey right i can just load up another game 
play that for however long I want, turn off my console, uh, come back, uh, boot up my console and then open Assassin's Creed. And it's exactly where I was. Like, it doesn't need to reload the game. I don't need to worry about saving, even though I do, because it's, it's still worried it's not going to work yeah. at some point. If I ever left Call of the Call of the Sea running and I didn't fully close it, close it out, like I would, if I did, if it was like loading the game in quick resume, it would not work at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. It just wouldn't work. I would just have to close. I mean, the game loads super fast, anyways. On, yeah. on it's a pretty small console. Game. Sure, yeah. sure. I mean, almost every game loads ridiculously fast, but I would just make sure to close this game out, just because anytime I try to use. I mean, you're not using quick resume. You don't say like, I want this game to quick resume. It just does it. Yeah. But if I never like fully close it out and then went back into it after like a couple of days of not playing or playing other things, it had, it had issues. Hmm. Uh, and then it also fully cl- just crashed on me one time. But I don't remember if I loaded up how many frames per second I was getting, but I actually ended up using an Xbox controller on my computer. So it doesn't really like your movement speed and stuff didn't. If it's like 30 frames a second, it's fine with the controller compared to using a mouse and keyboard. But yeah, the mouse was sure. a little floaty, um, just like as far as like controls go, and it felt a little weird. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did you did do that. So actually, I, I lied just to correct myself. It is on Xbox One. Oh, uh, it's not just a Series X game, nice. which makes sense because a uh, dear friend of the show, Kevin, played it and. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, they really liked it, as from what I can. Yeah, remember. they they liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, so it, on the Series X, it is four K sixty frames. Mm, nice. Yeah. So this chapter, um, the two puzzles. We got we got three puzzles. Oh, you're right. Uh, you're right. There is the the tiki puzzle. Yes. Mm-hmm. The the telescope puzzle mm-hmm. with the icker, which I think you were talking yep. about, and then the what the well puzzle, which you can continue on yeah so um this is i had no problems with this one besides like not being able to complete it because the map wasn't loaded but <laughs> um did you guys have any problems and on this one i got i got hung up on the telescope and not because i didn't know how to solve it i was off that the grid because they don't give you a grid on the yeah markings you find and i was like off by like yep. one uh, and then the, the circle size is two. One of them's so small that it almost it looks like your yeah. cursor. Yeah. So I assume the cursor size you would just have to put it there or something. But I, it it was just annoying that I ha- I was like off by a grid spot. I looked it up and I literally just moved one of my circles over and it was solved. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was spending so much time trying to like I did all the all the ones he did that didn't work and I tried doing them. Um, uh, another one and it didn't work but then yeah that was it the, yeah, the other two I, uh the telescope puzzle was one of my actually one of my favorite ones from the game um just because i mean i guess there's a lot of puzzles in this game where like the contraption that you're working in is like very old school mm-hmm. uh and especially like this telescope one where it has like I think it had like a vacuum pump, yeah, like pumping up and down and stuff, and like all the lenses come out of this like really extravagant case uh, was really cool. Yeah, um, just a lot of like the design 
around the puzzles was like really interesting. I'm like, damn, what does this thing do? <laughs> you know, like first I like opened it. Like I didn't, I don't think I had any of the clues. And I was like, what, how the fuck am I going to figure this, yeah. <laughs> this, this thing out pretty much? Um, yeah, but, uh, didn't have any problems figuring that one out. Uh, and it was just cool how that worked out with like the, the, well, the big well too, mm-hmm. where like I, where I thought this game might kind of flip horror is that there were the eyes where the, um, Icker was coming out of and they were like whispering and talking to you. And I was like, Oh, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. And when you clicked yeah. on them, I am not it would like that. flash like a, like an angry, um, Fishman face <laughs> at you. Yes. <laughs> yep. Even though I had no con- like conceptions about this game, like I was like, I don't think this is where I saw it was going, which it still didn't go anywhere near that anyways, but you know. Yeah. It was cool. I, I really liked all I really liked all the puzzles. The tiki one I just accidentally solved. Oh, oh really? <laughs> and then yeah, I was just like turning it and I was like, you know, this kind of looks right. And then I flipped it yeah. and I was like got it. And I was like I don't think I had what like the clues to solve that. And I yeah looked it up just to see it. And it was like all the tiki's that were outside of the huts, which I didn't even know. Oh, really? So I just lucked out, lucked out. on. Oh, that that's one. funny. Um, yeah. There's, there's one missing that you basically have to figure out yourself, but it's like on hmm. a drawing later, I think. So this was the puzzle that I was like really concerned with that. The, the notebook is just going to tell you exactly what the solutions are because when you look at the tiki's and then there's a sign on each of the huts that shows you like the animal like that it lines up with and when you find the last like crescent which is the tombstone on Roy's um grave it draws the tiki in your notebook of like the exact order and then like puts a little check mark next to it. Like oh. you've solved the puzzle. And I was like, Oh man, they just like solved it for me. I can put these clues together and like do it myself. Um, and I was really kind of disheartened at this point because I was like, uh, are they just going to like hold my hand through this whole thing? If I find all the clues, like that kind of sucks which was not the case for the rest of the puzzles. It was just that one. Um, I feel like there was the one, you were looking at all the huts, and there's one that doesn't have a symbol on it. Uh-huh. But then when you get to the tiki, I didn't think there, I thought it was missing like one that you still had to like guess. I don't remember it being in order for me. Yeah, the but, um, you must have just missed uh, one hmm. of the, the crests. Or no, because I, ha- I had them all in my... Well, it definitely drew it correct tiki man in my journal. So I don't know huh. what didn't click for yours but at that point i think i was still sketching some of the stuff in my own personal book and i just sketched all the symbols for like each hut and then i went to that tiki and just uh, did did that little yeah yeah the well one i'm trying to remember that was the star you just connected the star in order oh you got the constellation and then you used it in the well yeah that's right that's right and then the well fills up with icker and Oh, you yeah. mm-hmm. are transformed mm-hmm. into a sea creature, mermaid person, and you're swimming around underwater and there's a massive sea creature beneath you, which was probably the, like, I would say the as close to horror as the game gets. Um, I didn't feel like it was going to attack you or anything, but it definitely mm-hmm. just was like, 
creepy looking, which is when I was like, this has like a strong Lovecraft vibe. One big thing I think we forgot to mention. Um, and did we mention that Harry is on this expedition to find a cure for, uh, oh shit. What's her name? Nora. Uh, I don't know if we did, but we know, we know he's on, he's on, uh, the hunt for a cure. I think you find that pretty early on. Um, but then I, th- I feel like it's in chapter two that the, the spots in the Icker, um, that's what makes Roy go mad. Yeah. Right? So there's, and there's she's like, thing. oh, he has, she has the same spots that are visible on Nora's hand. Mm. So you find that step at the top of the well in the medical tent? Yes. And oh, I yeah. actually thought those blood samples were connected to the telescope for a long time because they were mm. in circular patterns and they had yep. uh, different dots. Some of them did. Yeah. Um, so Nora Nora has some skin um, spottiness on her on her hands, and they like linked it back to what her her medical problem or her her uh, yeah her illness was. They thought that was related, and then they start having like t- somebody touches the ick or or it explodes on them or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. They like blow. Um, they like there's something like blocking the well, and they like they planted a bunch yes. of dynamite, and it explodes. Yep. And the Icker gets on Roy, and he go he goes mad, and like Nora notices that the the well at least they notice and she noticed that the the exposure to the Icker develops like the same skin blemishes that she has on her hands. Yes, yeah. the awesome thing too about this the way they connect the whole entire thing from chapter one to six is they have a journalist with you the whole time or with their crew the whole time. Yeah. So they're taking she, they're taking photos, which you keep finding, which is a yeah, great yes. way to like uh, learn a lot. But also, it's like, why is this person taking these crazy photos later in the game? You're like, <laughs> really messed yeah, up yeah. moments in people's yeah. lives. <laughs> uh, so you so after you see this like giant fish creature, you wake up on the shore by a boat that has like the hole has been shredded by what looks to be like a massive claw. And um, you find the Lady Shannon, the Lady Shannon. Oh, that's, that's the, the name, name of the boat. That's the, that's the name of the <laughs> I boat. I thought that was yeah. the name of the Elder God, and I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> no, the chapter chapter three is called the Vanishing of the Lady Shannon. Oh, nice. Yeah, this is by far like the biggest section in the entire game. In, in yeah, yeah. Of- for me, for me, there was like a lot of exploring this area and going back and forth between like I think I want to say there's like. So there's inside the boat, there's the main camp outside, mm-hmm. then there is another camp inside a cave. Yep. And then there's all the way up the organ. So I I was bouncing all over the place in this yeah. one. So inside the ship there is um kind of like somebody's like little science lab where they're doing experiments with frequencies on Icker. That puzzle took me a while to get. Um, I was like, Alicia, I need your help with this puzzle. <laughs> called her, called her over, and I was like explaining it. And as I'm explaining it, I'm like solving it. Yeah. I was like, so if I move <laughs> this one up this far, and then move this one down, you see how they all move at the same time. But then if I move this one, I was like, oh no, got it. <laughs> and she's like, okay. She's like, glad, glad I was here for you. I was Some, like, yeah, I just needed to t- say it out loud to to get it. Sometimes you just I'll- gotta talk it out. I was going to say, I, I yeah. like that one because it was kind of like um, 
it's like just adjusting like your frequencies mm-hmm. a little bit and it just it yeah, at it, some point just clicks and you're like ah oh. <laughs> yeah that one is like one of the really only like self-contained ones that i can think of that you don't need like clues for like it's all right in front of you there, yeah. like to solve that puzzle like there's nothing else that you need but it also gives you clues for you need that to solve the the bigger puzzle for this area which is pretty big like it need you need to explore a lot yeah to get all the clues for for that puzzle. yeah the organ puzzle which took a lot of journaling <laughs> i i got really i got really hung up in this section like i explored the ship and i explored all the right to the right side of the camp i didn't realize there was another like uh like third camp towards the left like going up to the actual like uh rock organ mm-hmm. section like on the on the back side of the boat yeah essentially yeah it took me a while to, to figure that out and then i was just in there like messing around with the piano thinking it was going to solve the problem for me like mm-hmm. entering the right keys and when you get into that like cave structure, if you look to the right, the sea level is low enough, but there's a stair set behind it. And I thought if I played the right keys, the water would come up and I, or would go down and be able to go up that stair set. But it's just kind of like a red herring type thing. It's like almost yeah. confusing you. But once you figure out there's another mm-hmm. section, which you guys probably found that out before I did, but um, it makes more sense. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you're given the keys, but then there's a projector which gives you a like what's it called a key i guess um yeah yeah that that it shifts all the keys to different keys and those are the mm-hmm. actual <laughs> keys that you need to use mm-hmm. based on based on the sea level right right which was based on the date that you were there which was also based on another calendar that had yes, which had yep. the 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 lunar right. cycle cuz there's a there was like a moon door that you had to have either you know yep uh you had to set what position the moon was in uh, yeah what's moon, yeah moon cycle is that yeah, right I don't, that's I don't probably know. right that's this was definitely a more uh a pretty challenging puzzle or this chapter definitely was i was like all right like here, here we, we go, go. <laughs> we're getting into it now like yeah yeah so yeah, this um, this one by far was the hardest one for me. I had yeah. I had every everything in my journal filled out. I just could not figure out the last part. Huh. Did you have the moon door in the wrong position? Nope i had I had the moon door correct. I had the sea level. I just couldn't get the open close. I couldn't figure that out. Huh. I don't know what I, I don't know what it was about reading those symbols <clears throat> that I just couldn't figure out. So I I thought on this one I thought I had it. A hundred percent correct. I was like, this is it. I got the moon where door where it needs to be all the, the things correct. And then I like, I had like a, a, a theory and I was like, okay, well, turns out it doesn't work. I was like, maybe I have it backwards. Nope. Maybe, maybe I have it upside down. Nope. And then I did like, I don't know, six iterations. And then I went back to my original one and it worked. Uh, and I was like, I must've just had like one thing like that. I thought I had open was closed yeah. or something like that. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I had, uh, it. but it was like definitely like an extra hour of just like dicking around. I was like, what am I missing here? Yeah. I had the moon door backwards. <clears throat> and then once I got that, it was good to go. But mm. yeah. 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 I like forced, good puzzle. forced my way through this good one. Puzzle. I don't know how, I don't know how it ended up working, but <laughs> 
Yeah. You did you it. Did. Nice I know. Job. Well, there's so many things that like trip you up in this section. There's a note that you read that's like, make sure the right valves are open. It like says that. And I'm thinking to my head, like, oh, the right side needs to be open and the left side needs to be closed. <laughs> like the wrong, the wrong right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, Ugh, all right. So then you play the giant piano and a bunch mm-hmm. of like monoliths start creating a path upwards. Oh yeah, yeah, that was cool. That, part. that was real. That was really cool. Yeah. So like, it seems like those all rise out of the sea, right? So mm-hmm. it's like the uh, uh, what's the black ooze? No, Icker. Icker. The Icker is like lifting all those stones out of the out of the sea to create these pathways, just like uh, your the little puzzle that was in the boat. How yep. do you? Because uh, Brian, you mentioned the technology <clears throat> of the old. How do you like it next to this like? I never know what the name of this tech. It's like the fifth element, like a rock somehow is like full of electricity. Like, <laughs> yeah, what's like, the name of that? I don't. I mean, I, I, I think it's like a cool contrast where it's like you have like this modern like human technology. You know, like they're trying to like grasp stuff. Like, there's all all sorts of crazy contraptions in here, and then like this old ancient tribe has like almost like astrophysics like yeah <laughs> figured, figured out with like sea level and just music and frequencies i th- i th- thought it was a really cool like yeah y- yin and yang type of thing going yeah on. and i mean like there's obviously like a magic <clears throat> icker that makes like oh, yeah. things float so you know they solved right. a lot of they have access to they that. solved a lot of problems by uh just being like i don't know magic you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they still they still had to figure out like like what tones and stuff made it move and like the sea level and made this giant organ. That's true. Like, you know, and, and like, even though it's the 1930s, like, like no, like modern day in, in the thirties anyways, modern day tech is like being used to solve like however old this, you know, yeah. stuff is that they figured out way back. The real, mm-hmm, the yeah. real question is how did they, they come prepared with a, box that could <laughs> map icker uh into a constellation so well you know what question you know question i have nolan what how <laughs> did they bring so many supplies to set up so many camps <laughs> i don't know man you're not you're not supposed to ask <laughs> those questions, guys. Uh, which is actually on to chapter it's four. kind of interesting because <laughs> when you get to chapter four arrive at, at like a base that they have hooked up like part of the boat yeah uh (laughs) like generator it's massive yes it's like there are only four people left like and they have they have hydropower going (laughs) on yeah um so you know this game's full of holes (laughs) (laughs) this section was pretty cool though um was this another resonance puzzle no it was Symbols, symbols yeah so it was it was all symbols that uh, you find later on in chapter four. They all have like a different meaning, but they're like different murals that had like a it's like four arrows on each mural. Yeah, it was like a triangle. So you had to like work your way around this triangle. I think um, I can't. I can't. I can't remember exactly. Um, but yeah, the there was four murals that were all scattered around, and you had to put them in like the correct or yeah there's a triangle with buttons that you had to put in correct in a correct order like sequentially to activate the waterfall 
Yeah, this is the mm. one that in my journal it said I got the water flowing even though it didn't get the water flowing. Same, right. that happened to me too. Yeah, you, you did have that bug. Oh, both yeah. you had that bug. Because okay. I got the power going before I <clears throat> solved the waterfall. Yeah. What? <laughs> you could. I, yeah, you can't. Oh, I just did it. Oh, no, you can, you can you can route the power, but you can't get the wheel going. Okay, then maybe maybe it wasn't yeah, a bug. Because it just has it just has it just has the light for the power, like when you have all those switches going. Yeah. And then you have to you have to get the I mean either way you did it, but you then you get the water going, which then gets the the hydro. Uh, right. So did you guys do you know how there's like the ring of lights and for mm. every time you hit a switch, like the two around it flipped. Yeah, that's after, after yes. you get the water going. So I did that before I got the water going. Oh, okay. weird. Yeah, it was. Bugged. I know. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I already did this. Like, I already got the power <laughs> for this thing going. So mm-hmm. I was like, maybe it's bugged. I don't know. But I got the water going too, yeah. and then you know everything worked out. But a turbine—that's the word. Turbine. Yeah. For. Um, yeah, I got I got tripped up on those symbols in the beginning, but I just. I think I talked to you guys for like a second and then I, I went away for a day and then it like came to me in my head and then I went back and mm. solved it. It's like, oh, geez. Did it come dumb. to you in a dream? Yeah, I had a dream I was underwater. <laughs> Just laying, <laughs> laying in bed for hours. My uh, hands turned to like fish feet. <laughs> oh, you get the water flown, then you do the turbine puzzle and then you have to go around and flip all the switches and on the last switch, you pull that guy down and it like blows up or shocks her or something like that and gets knocked like backwards off like a 10 foot platform or something like that. And you you go into this like crazy dream, uh, which it's like a desert and there's like there's like massive like bones and spines and ribs and stuff that you're like walking through and like a big skull that you have to you have to walk towards. Like there's only one really lane you can go. So. Um, but once you go through there, like there is Nora's house that you walk into mm. and, uh, it's just like really like floaty and well, it's like, it's like you're underwater, but you're, you're not underwater. I don't know, it's very much, very much like a dream. It has like this really st- weird, like stone walkway and it clearly has like their mailbox on their porch, which was really cool. And then you go inside and there is like a couple items you can pick up and even like old photographs. Um, And then there is the music box on the chair, which is the the song that Nora has to sing, which is, has been uh, in her dreams. And like Nolan said, um, like a, like the reoccurring dream and the music box from her, from her childhood. There's a uh, achievement in there when you, there's a postcard from, wherever that land is called like the desert land but one of the hardest achievements is actually from the piano section but uh, i did not get it mm. so you find the music box and you sing the song into um the microphone that opens the doors and you walk through a tunnel of murals there's people they on kinda... the island and then there's people in the sea and they're somewhat living you know coexisting on this place yeah yeah they kind of they don't like give you the full picture they kind of give you because some of the murals are like scratched out almost yeah yeah mm-hmm. and um, it almost seems like there's humans and then there's fish people that live there i don't know yes. what they're actually called but and then you um 
you make it to like an elevator and you go up and you're into a another massive puzzle that is the one puzzle that I do not understand in this game. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I did not get this one. I, I this one I had to look up in I I had to look it up. I like I I didn't want to just like find the solve and do it, you yeah. know. I looked up the explanation. It was like think of, you know, the the point being north or whatever. Like I I I had everything to solve this. I was like this all makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like how you were supposed to input it made zero sense. sense. And then I just read I read like the like the clue that you know is kind of just online like there's a mm-hmm. ton of them and i was like nope that doesn't i i tried it and i was like that doesn't mean anything to yeah. me yeah <laughs> and then i just had to look up look up what the i looked up what one of the panels was and i was like okay i think i can figure it out from here cuz i was still trying to like put it together and it worked and i was like okay doesn't make any sense to me this one's over my head we're moving yeah. on yeah i that, that was pretty much i it. looked up the ign walkthrough and it's just the description makes zero sense. And then like you're saying, the Northeast Southwest is, is kind of confusing. Cause it's like an X yeah. on a clock. It's like on a clock. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this doesn't make sense with time and, uh, you know, directions. <clears throat> and it also splits the coordinate. Yeah. 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 Which it says like, you're supposed to think of North as the starting point. So I'm like everything to the right then would be, like the sense it starts to the to the right as it goes around yeah. like clockwise. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Apparently yeah. not. I don't yeah. know. It was um really frustrating. This um I did not like the design of this puzzle. Like I feel like there was some sort of disconnect happening. And I even so yeah. this was the puzzle that all the murals were flickering, um, texture popping. And like <laughs> I was mm. like, what the fuck is going on here? So this was the puzzle that I had Brian pop on because you solved you you were already through this by the time i got to it and i was like can you just like look around and see what is going on and if anything is missing because like i was like maybe there's like a like something a model that i and that didn't like load or something you know and Mm -hmm. everything was there and i had i knew like i thought i knew the solution and I just kind of played with that and with in different positions um, and yeah. eventually got it. And I was like, I don't, I don't understand how this works. And I looked up like hmm. three different walkthroughs on YouTube and they were like, yeah, I mean like, you know, it's just, it's this. And I was like, you don't know. <laughs> You're <laughs> yeah. just as dumb yeah. as I am on this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. <clears throat> Do you then do you then put your hand and you ascend down? I forget what happens after that. You're like in the center, right? It opens mm-hmm. a door. Okay. On like the opposite side of like the fish mouth opening. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um. Then there was like the bongo puzzle thing. Oh, Simon oh, says. Simon says, which was super weird. Yeah, that was <laughs> like very random. Yeah. I just wrote it down as it happened. I was like, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, it was an it was a really yeah, easy I, you know like which is weird. It's funny because the beginning of that chapter was really interesting and then that last puzzle i was just like this sucks <laughs> if you like <laughs> yeah if you like pianos and singing you'll love the bongos <laughs> yeah 
I only want to play yeah, the bongos if I'm playing bongos, Donkey Kong Fury or whatever. Bongo, <laughs> Donkey Kong Congos. Donkey, Donkey Kong Congos. Yeah. You're at, you're adding an uh, extra yeah. word. There. <laughs> My bad. Chapter five. Um, yeah. So you play the congas, and I think you a portal appears, and you put your hand in the portal, and you mm-hmm. teleport to another portal, and you are transformed into fish form. Yes, you are. Chapter five, the, do you guys have any problems with the water, underwater puzzle direction things? No. Okay, I was going to say, that went went very easy, and it was, you're quickly kind of into the town, or whatever you like to call it. Yeah. Right. I I feel like this uh, whole chapter took me like 30 minutes, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was very, the, the, the puzzles were very easy with, like figuring out the water yeah. uh move this puzzle thing. or this chapter was probably my least favorite uh i would agree uh, yeah mostly, this is the one where you can't oh go ahead i was gonna say mostly because uh if this one has the puzzle where you're you're trying to lower the sea level and mm-hmm. you have to walk so far up yeah. to the different levels yeah. and if you get it yeah. wrong it resets and i got it wrong the first time and i was like fuck and i had to walk to all the different um buttons again because you have to hit each level in a certain order and i was like this puzzle if i mean if i could run maybe uh it wouldn't bother me but the fact that my running speed is like a normal video game walking speed. <laughs> I was like, this is infuriating. Oh I feel like it's even slower yeah. than that. And then like, just do without the run yeah. button and have that be my normal speed. And then maybe have a regular, run. the walk speed is so yeah. slow. So, so, so yeah. slow. <laughs> I mean, maybe they were like, oh, we want them to take in the environment. And I was like, I am taking it in. I check every nook and corner. Yeah. Like, but there's so many games that do that well when you enter an area and it slows down and you like, it like pans the camera and you're like, oh shit, this area is fucking dope. They did that in this game. Well, like in those, like in between chapters, like when you're looking around and like you see like the sea creature below you or like there's like a giant squid eye that like pops up and looks at you real Mm -hmm. quick. And yeah, I don't know. But this chapter definitely just like bugged me the most because puzzles were really easy and the underwater Mm -hmm. stuff looked cool. Like it all looked great. But I was like, I don't want to walk all over this stupid map. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're the only reason you're doing that is you're just trying to figure out how these people live. Like that's the only reason for the section is to like teach you how yeah. this yeah. civilization lived. You learn about then, how yeah. the fish people have like a they're a democracy and they vote on how to raise the level <laughs> of the water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the first one where it's like the I think it's like the the panels like you have it's like five levels. Like you're just constantly, you're going up and down trying to figure out all the clues and what hut is the right color or what level is the right color to match up with like, yeah. Oh boy. You know what? You know who also didn't like this section? 
was your guide who just decided to dip. Oh yeah, he's out because <laughs> you find like yeah. you find like a little camp on the beach and he's just like gone. Well, he, he <laughs> I, yeah, that's right. Harry's crew didn't open the door; they couldn't get it to open. And then, mm. um, either um, the guide sabotaged it or because he had previously been on the island and like was the only survivor. And I think that's why he was so like angry about them coming to the island and why there was such a like divide in the group between him and the rest of the crew is because he was like that we're like messing with things that shouldn't be messed with. And then um, you eventually find a rope ladder that had been lowered into like a cave entrance they made it into and then move on. And this is also, um, I think this is the chapter where Harry, you find out that Harry is going to turn himself Mm. into person, a fish person to Uh find the cure. Like that's how far he's willing to go. And Nora's like, well, he wants to do it to spend his life with her as right. But it's as his person, he's starting to kind of unravel. And yeah, you also find a note from the photographer lady where she's saying like, she has no interest in finding a cure for you. She's like only interested in like the scoop. She's not here for you. Like she's not, she's not Harry's friend. And it's the first time you see that maybe she has other intentions than Harry. Well, even before you get to this part, there's a, uh, like a note where she's basically saying like Harry's going crazy. Like you, you're almost second guessing how Harry is mentally stable at this point. Yeah. And she also, I think she like pretty, she's pretty cold as far as like the death of the other people in the camp. That as far as like story stuff goes, it's, you know, there's like some pretty interesting stuff in this chapter, but it's very small compared to the rest of the chapters. Um, Um, And I was going to say, and then you decide to take a crazy stone ship. (laughs) Yeah. Like (laughs) once you do floating. I'm pretty sure it's yeah, floating. <laughs> but it leads to like one of the best looking parts. I of think game, so too. In my opinion. Um, when you like the transition from five to six with like the, the Northern, like, I guess it's not nor- the Northern lights because you're, you know, in the South Pacific yeah. or whatever, but you have uh that sim- similar effect going on in the sky and the stars and like all these giant, like, totems and stuff uh just looks really really cool and i'm like what are we getting ourselves into here and like there's all these like um giant squid and there's like these like massive spines of fish like swimming with you and or i was like i feel at home here (laughs) yeah Um, i think this was like the best section and the best puzzle because there was a lot of like little puzzles they weren't like complicated but they were just like are you talking about chapter six or chapter five yeah chapter sorry chapter six okay yeah, chapter six um, is definitely a a highlight. I would say the climax. Yes, the final chapter. Which, um, yep. So interestingly enough, I thought there was only eight. I thought there was eight chapters in this game, and I was on chapter six. Uh, this is the chapter that I made it to before I stopped playing. Basically. Over this week, I tried to beat it, or I tried to beat chapter six, and I got, <laughs> I clicked a puzzle, and it 
shoved Nora into the dirt and <laughs> I couldn't get out. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to make it to the end because these like I have a couple more chapters. I don't have a lot of time. So I'm not going to worry about it. And like this bug kind of like bugged, like pissed me off because I was pretty close to solving the main puzzle. And I was like, ah, I think I'm done until this morning. <laughs> I'd say that's fair. I would say that's <laughs> this fair. morning. Uh, Brian asked me if I'm going to finish it. And I said, no. And he's, he asked what chapter I was on. And I told him six and he's like, Oh, that's the last chapter. <laughs> I was like, all right. You're right there. You're I'll right give there, it. A, man. I'll give it another go. That's I'm the glad motivation I, I'm he glad I did. That's yeah. just, uh, I, I thought this was great. I thought the puzzle were, puzzles were like nicely spaced out. Like you knew you had to keep coming back to this main room and you just had to keep getting cool tattoos. Cause I mean, you had to get a tattoo to get into the, into <laughs> yeah, the sanctuary. Yeah. The next area, and, you, and that's you, like the funny thing where you pull the knife out that you've had from the whole. The, you've been carrying around for how long? You've been carrying it for the mm-hmm. whole game, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's it. I think like yeah. you don't need it again. And yep, no. Nope. Um, uh, but it opens the door to the main puzzle room, which is like a giant, a, another like constellation puzzle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's cool because like the sky is all tripped out. Like it's starting to feel a little like more, I mean, it's, you've been getting kind of glimpses of like other dimensional worlds, but this, like you look up in the sky and it's like, like the sky is moving really fast and um, it's all like different, like colors and stuff. It's really cool looking. Definitely agree that this like culmination of all the puzzles was like awesome. Uh, Some of the, the rooms were like kind of were familiar puzzles that you've done before. Mm -hmm. But then there was like the one that had like the black and white statues that you had to like turn, turn to cross mm-hmm. this. Yeah. This area was like, was really cool. I I thought it was pretty simple to yeah. figure out, but I, I might've just got lucky with a couple of the combination or like the first couple turns. And I was like, Oh yeah. But it was just like a really cool puzzle and how they all like linked to this center one and how you kept getting like Eric was saying the updated tattoos with like the, with the constellations. Yeah. Great. I mean, it was just like such a cool, such a cool section, how it kept clicking. And I just like kept wanting to go into it. And I'm like, Oh, we're getting, we're getting close. Like we're, we're down to the wire mm-hmm. here. So no, I, I really enjoyed yeah. that section. Yeah. It's like, it's leading you up to what they can mm. call the ritual. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, so once you complete that puzzle, it opens up into like this big chamber room and you're walking down this path and the, there's like ichor flooded in the, uh, in the bottom. And there's like a, mm-hmm. looks like a throne chair with like a dead body in it. Yeah. They're holding the music box and Harry's glasses are sitting on the, um, arm of the chair and Nora's like right. freaking out. Cause she's like, Harry, you fucking idiot. Like, why'd you do this? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and you find out that, yeah. um, only the ritual won't work on just like a normal human being. It has to be like someone right. from the sea, which Nora is somehow. 
Um, yeah, that's like the, the whole. They do a whole bait and switch in this chapter. Like um, the reporter, if you, you're reading her notes, it seems like she's um, kind of on her own. Um, yeah, she's gonna betray you know, Harry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you also find like a gun, a pistol, and some blood, and it looks like Harry shot her um, mm. until you find his glasses and you put them on and it like teleports you to your home again or like that um, same kind of dream world. Yeah. There's like a dream yeah. state between uh, like linking yes. the two, like where there's like frames on the wall. Right. And like you walk up to the frames and she's like kind of like walking you through from like, the beginning to the end, like how you got there almost is like a, almost like a story. Yeah. Yeah. And you, yeah, this is where the, like they do the bait and switch where it's actually the reporter who shoots Harry leaving him to dead. Cause she's going to do the ritual. Cause she's been like affected by the icker. And so she took the music box and she did the ritual (laughs) and died because she's human and it didn't take apparently. And um, you find out that Harry uh, survived. He put the glasses there to kind of lead you there. He basically Mm -hmm. set up a trail to get you to come here because even though he wasn't able to um, do the transformation, he knew that Nora could and it would save her from her illness. He like goes back to an island, sends you the letter with the dagger to basically get you to come to this island, which I thought was like pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, yeah. you're just going to like let her like you're going to like fuck with her mind and make her do like like lead her on this path. Yeah. I mean, he, she says like how much they love doing scavenger hunts. Yes. And also it does give you like it, she does. It does like give her the agency to make the choice for herself, um, which I was glad they did. <laughs> Cause it was like, she was like, yeah, she was like, I'm my own person. I'm going to decide if I'm going to go back to Harry and be with my husband for as long as I can, or I can like mm-hmm. go through the other door and yep. I'll be saved, but I won't be able to, you know, like be, I won't be human anymore. He um, almost set it up as like eternal light, eternal <laughs> light. That's what, it seemed like the reporter was yeah. trying to get eternal life. Yeah, yeah. That's what it seemed yes. like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Here, it's also set up as, uh, I mean, you you guys line it up perfectly, but it's your choice is to reject your fate or accept yes. your fate. She, it, she makes a note that if Harry would have came home and told her, she would have stayed home because she knew she'd rather be with him. That And that's kind of why he did it in the first place, too. Like, yeah. Is it fate if she's manipulated <laughs> all the way know, to get man. there? Fate's though. a tricky one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so what did you guys, what did you guys choose? Um, uh, I did, I did both just to see both endings. I did too. But what was your, your, what was your first choice? Uh, I stayed on the island I kind of knew I was going to do both, but I picked the island. So you accepted your fate yeah. as your like primary choice. I did the same. Uh, I okay. didn't think if 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 I was going to role play as Nora, I would think that she would mm-hmm. probably go back um, to 
live with her husband because she she wanted to know what was going on but i think she really wanted mostly just to like find her husband and like because they were like so in love and shit so yeah uh, but i was like i want to see where this goes (laughs) (laughs) so i went uh through the left door rejecting your fate was my first choice yeah uh because i mean it's all about like harry's doing what he thinks is best for nora for her to like Mm -hmm. live you know even though they'll be separate but nora's like love for harry is what drives her the entire time so even though it might be fate that she's like one of these fish people i thought she would like yeah i thought she would too yeah and personally i i also don't believe in fate at all either so i was like yeah fuck this yeah like yeah for sure like the yeah the fate is that she's like ancestrally like bound to become uh, a fish people or or whatever you know um i'll just did you do both nolan or did you uh no i didn't do both um i figured it's we would talk about it so i was like yeah well i'm not gonna worry about it so it's it's so it's a similar um, i mean if you want to just describe uh the accept your fate one i'll expand on sure reject if what yeah um so um i accepted my fate and went through the love tour and you open it and you uh become a like fish person and you're like swimming around in the ocean and um she's talking about like being home and being like an elder guy, like being um, hearing all the voices of the, all the people in the Icker and the elder gods and all that kind of stuff. And then you like swim out into the Mm -hmm. ocean and there's all these like cool fish, (coughs) like rock, like they almost look like golem, like fish golems, like stone. (laughs) They're, they're kind of like robotic, robotic looking. Um, and they're pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yep. credits roll, and then it, and then it, it like goes to um, Harry, and he's writing like one mm-hmm. last letter, uh, yeah. uh, and it's like, my life has been abysmal. Um, I have nothing but yeah. my work. <laughs> and I was like, oh <laughs> yeah. damn. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, he, Harry. He, go, he yeah. goes. He goes back to work. Yeah, and and then like yeah. a door shuts, and he's like a he's like a some sort of like dean of archi- yeah, Indiana basically Jones. yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it, it was like it was such a dark. I was like, oh, this is cool, you know. Like the game had like some dark stuff in it, but yeah, it always felt kind of a little um pos- like somewhat positive, even the dark like the darker mm-hmm. stuff, and then <laughs> for it to mm-hmm. end with uh. Harry just being like destroyed that he was alone for the rest of his life. I was like, yeah, (laughs) I didn't expect that. (laughs) Well, it's kind of, he, he, he doesn't like take another partner and he kind of just does his work. Yeah. He just like becomes obsessed. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's super sad and kind of depressing. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Uh, Eric, you might have a more recent recollection of the other one. Uh, but the the two credit the two scenes are aren't too dissimilar. Yeah, they're but, the same um, at the end end part. Yeah, at the end. So Nora goes back to Harry, and they're like, 
playing the piano and singing together and she like starts kind of like coughing and like needs to rest so they like were happy together for a while but like she doesn't live very long and like dies uh and then the credits kind of roll but i feel like eric correct me if i'm wrong like harry is more like writing uh he still has like the same job as the Mm -hmm. other one but he's more like writing uh, a book on their life together than like writing a letter if i remember right or he's like writing to her i can't yeah i don't remember he he again takes up his job as become becomes his life and it's it's not as satisfying as he like wanted to be with her you know yeah so it's still kind of the same ending but it the years leading up to it were more positive. Yeah. So I don't, I don't remember if it's from a book <clears throat> perspective or if it's just him running a letter to her again, which mm. would be weird. Yeah. Hmm. Still the dean, or of archaeology, or the head of archaeology, yeah. or yeah. whatever it yeah. is. Senior Indian. Senior <laughs> is what what yeah, it reminded seriously. me of. Um, also, I did forget to mention that um, the credits play, and there's a duet song that plays that's called my pal yeah. or mm-hmm. something along those lines and i wanted to punch my monitor <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, it was oh, so no. bad there's like a toy yeah. toy story song yeah um you got a friend <laughs> it was so me. bad um I, I, every time harry um uh sent you a letter he they refer to each other as their old pal, and oh, I, my, my old, old pal. pal. I, I, it made me. I, I'm not a pet name person. I, I find, um, yeah, uh, p- calling each other babe, um, really gross. Guilty. Um, <laughs> and I know. Guilty. It doesn't. You just kind of gr- You just. You don't think you're going to end up being that person. It doesn't bother me out. as much Man, anymore, no. um, <laughs> as much as it used to. Uh, but uh, oh, I, I, I will never be that person. And uh, my pal just, seen, just for some reason, was just so much worse than Babe will ever be. <laughs> I, I kind of wonder, wonder if it, it's like an old timey. That's like what thing. I was I thinking think, too. Yeah, I think it know. is. Yeah, but. It's, like more from, from I really time. disliked it though um, throughout the whole game. Yeah, it, I think it's like that weird like when when people give like those speeches like I didn't I didn't marry my wife I married my best friend type thing. Oh yeah, for sure. But like <laughs> at at that time they were just saying my pal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah that 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 tracks. Um, yeah. God, the thirties were dumb. <laughs> yeah, thirties man. <laughs> uh, That's the end of the game there. Yeah. Cool. So uh, what'd you guys think overall? Uh, I really, I really enjoyed it myself. Um, I, th- I thought the the length was was great. Um, I really enjoyed the the story and the mystery. I think the puzzles were a little bit on the easier side, besides the one like really obtuse one. But that's not necessarily a bad thing either. I thought it was like a a really good vehicle for like solving the mystery. Um, I I think like the voice acting and stuff. Or at least like the inner dialogue could have been a little bit better. Just thinking back to like Firewatch, which was like a plus probably. Um, but I mean, all in all, like if you're into like these like single player story driven narrative games, like r- really, really good. 
and and it was just it was gorgeous it was a beautiful game yeah i i definitely agree with all that i think i mentioned in our discord plug in the discord again <laughs> um that i can't in yeah, the twitter spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh i kind of wish more recent puzzle games i kind of wish i had more like physics based puzzles um mm. just the way things have kind of gone you want you want to play little nightmares uh, well, not even that, <laughs> just, like, um, even Half-Life, like, yeah. moving something weighted onto something mm-hmm. felt like could easily be fit into this world. And there was, yeah. none, there was none of that. There was just uh, Simon Says to fill the void. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, I would say the, uh, like, the kind of frequency moving the, the parts around, I mean, not directly, like, physical mm-hmm. in the world was kind of like that to that degree in in my opinion no no i meant just like weight like weight based or yeah um yeah pers- per, like perspective like moving like, a barrel into a um crate and it it like opens a hatch that it's attached yes. to and stuff like yeah. that mm. yeah mm. those are fun just to mix it up a little bit but that that was my only gotta play some portal too make oh, dude. oh so good um you know i never did the co-op i i have that on we should Steam, do it actually. you know why you know why what? I never did the co-op? Because I you, played you guys played the co-op without me. <laughs> I have it on Steam. I just now that I, it's in my library, <laughs> we could do it. I also really enjoyed this game. Um, obviously, there I had some some pretty serious mm-hmm. technical bugs, uh, which sucked um, for sure. But uh, I thought the voice acting and the sound design in general was really, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. good, really pleasant. It was a little cheesy, but I think the the 30s. Yeah, I guess I don't mean time, the so. the VO specifically, like just like the dialogue. The ri- the writing could have been. Oh, a okay, bit gotcha. Better the writing, sure. Yeah. I'm I'm curious just because it's a uh, company from Spain. Yeah, if it was yeah. translated oh, or not. Sure, sure. Um, I never, I haven't played Firewatch, oh. um, but I know that game is more of a conversation, less of like an internal dialogue. Um, so maybe that yeah. had something to do mm, with it true. too, but he does talk, he does talk to a lot to o- himself, overall, but I do, I do see, yeah. catch your point on that for sure. Overall, pretty damn good game. Um, just like also just like a perfect length. Yeah. Like, absolutely like really pretty yep. short like I, when when i found out that there was only six chapters i was like really excited <laughs> yeah uh so i would totally recommend this to anyone who likes like just like a good story game yeah. and it's cool that kevin and uh, michelle played it like yeah. together like i wish i i wish it was on playstation because i would have totally played it um on mm-hmm. my couch and mm-hmm. with cody yep. you know Speaking nice. of games that are mm-hmm. perfect length. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get ready. If you thought a three-hour podcast was long, get, re- get ready. So for the month of March, we are actually going to play the Final Fantasy VII Remake, a 2020 action role-playing game developed and published by Square Enix. It is the first in a planned series of games that still blows my mind, remaking the 1997 yep. PlayStation game Final Fantasy VII. Set in the dystopian cyberpunk metropolis of Midgar, players control mercenary Cloud Strife. Mm-hmm. Right now, this is a PS4, PS5 only game. 
Um, but we kind of wanted to dive into this because I don't think we've done an RPG at all. Not like a not a traditional, and I think this is like a newer yeah, RPG. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, still, of uh, this game's super long. We're not saying any of us need to finish it <laughs> for sure. No, um, I believe it's a year exclusive, so it should be out on other stuff here shortly. Uh, came out in March of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what do you What do you guys have to say about this game we're playing next month? Uh, it's free. Oh, on oh yeah, it's yeah. free on PS Plus right now. That's that's a great point, uh, which is cool because it didn't come out that no. long ago. And um, I know they're. I mean, they just announced a bunch of DLC, which is. I guess this game is eight chapters or six chapters, and the new DLC yeah. is two. I have no idea. I think that's how they like. De- they said what the length is. Yeah, I got I got a lot of history with the other titles, so we'll. How much we'll, of we'll the original story do you remember? Like top of my head, I mean, I could I could tell you like broad chunks of it. There's gonna yeah. be a big nostalgia yeah. factor um, for Eric. I feel. Yeah, man, I was renting this from Blockbuster mm. in like when it <laughs> nice. first came out, uh, and then I proceeded to buy every Square Enix uh-huh. game after that. I. I have I have some history with the Final Fantasy one. Some like there's a couple some Final Fantasies that I love, and the most recent one I played was 15, and oh boy, I could not play that game. So I'm cautiously optimistic for this one. It's the same. It's the same mechanics. It's not the mechanics of Final Fantasy 15 that rubbed me wrong. It was it was the boy band. Okay, yeah. and I, I played the yeah, I played the, the Final band. Fantasy 7 remake demo and i thought it was good so like i say cautiously optimistic uh i think final fantasy 10 was the last final fantasy i really really enjoyed um so we'll see where it goes i think it'll be a fun conversation next month it's it's going to be a fun final fantasy conversation of the month month (laughs) absolutely (laughs) If you guys could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. That really, really helps us out. Helps get uh, gets us out there. Gets that gets the podcast visible to to anybody that might be interested. Um, if you could send any, send us any feedback, video game rations at gmail.com. We want to know what games you want to play in the future. We want to know what you think about the games we are currently playing. Uh, any questions you have for us? Any comments? We'll we'll share them on the pod. We're on Twitter at at VG Rations. <laughs> Um, hit us up on there and then you can also find a link in our Twitter bio to the always bump in discord server in there and talking. You did it. Thank Brian. you. And that'll do it you, for us you did it. for the month of February. And we'll, we'll see you guys in March for final fantasy seven remake. Nice. Yeah. Bye. Bye.